here's the big question. You're interested in value investing and valuing and evaluating businesses on a deep level, but you don't know how, even after researching for hours, probably dozens of hours, hundreds of hours on the internet, and because nobody else shows you how to do it. This podcast has all those answers and much more about value investing and finance. My name is Jason Rivera. Welcome to Value Investing in Your Car. Jason here. In this episode of Value Investing in Your Car, we are still not back in my car. Um, but soon, my daughter started start school full-time next week as of this recording, so we'll be back in my car soon. In this episode of Value Investing in Your Car, I want to talk about the 12 resources every serious value investor needs to read. Uh, these resources are mainly value investing focused, but they are also how to learn better focused, how to get the proper mindset, um, how to build great habits, those kind of things as well. These are my top 12 resources that every value investor should read. Every serious value investor needs to read to become a better value investor, better thinker, um, frankly, a better person, especially when it comes to the habits and the uh, mindset issue. So if you've watched this blog or watch my videos for a little bit of time now, you know I'm an avid reader. I read between 50 and 100 books every year. Um, that doesn't count the videos I watch, the articles I read, anything else. That's just pure books. So what, and most, most of those books are focused on investing, value investing, finance, financial history, those kind of things. But I also, I like to, I'm a big believer in Charlie Munger's theory of worldly wisdom where you learn from a wide range of things to build mental models that'll make you a better again thinker person investor all these kind of things plus i'm curious about everything so i have a wide range of topics i read from so these 12 resources again they're not just all books um most of them are but i put resources because not all of them are especially some of the top mm, in the top five, only one of them is an actual book. So let's get to the list. Uh, and this is going in reverse order of what I think are the most important books a serious value investor needs to read. Number 12, The Art of Learning, An Inner Journey to Optimal Performance. Um, I've studied how to learn better for years now. Um, I've dealt with severe health issues in the past. Um, I have kids, I have a wife, and due to those severe health issues, I've lost literally 14 years of my life, or at this point, 42% of my life, which is mind-boggling. But it's forced me to learn how to learn better. In this book, I cannot recommend enough. Again, The Art of Learning, An Inner Journey to Optimal Performance. I have here in my recommended resources page on the blog, which is the most visited single page every year on the website ever since it's been up. It's one of the best books I've ever read, period. That's still, to this day, I think I read it the first time probably four or five years ago, and I read it again last earlier this year, I think, uh, or last year. Fantastic book about how to learn better, how to learn more efficiently, how to learn faster. Again, we as value investors, we want to learn as much as we can, as fast as we possibly can. So I highly, highly, highly recommend this book. Number 11, The Obstacle is the Way. Again, another fantastic book. Um, this is talking about overcoming frustration, overcoming obstacles, uh, 
and how that will lead you to more success and how it will lead you to more success faster. Because the faster you fail, the more you learn, uh, the more you fail, the stronger you become, and all these things will lead to a success eventually if you continue to work. This is a book about talking about how to overcome those obstacles and how to kind of seek them out in a way. Um, again, fantastic book. Number 10, The Power of Habit. We all have bad habits. Um, we all have habits that are necessarily productive that we want to improve. And we all want to have more positive habits. Um, reading every day, writing every day, thinking every day, reading 10Ks and financial statements every day, um, talking to clients every day, making videos every day, whatever the case may be. We want to get rid of our bad habits and create good habits or positive habits, I should say. Um, this book talks about how to not only break bad habits, but how to build positive habits. Uh, it's a more scientific look at things. It's actually pretty fascinating to me about when I first read it. Again, I read this first time years ago, read it again since then. Uh, fantastic book that literally changed my outlook on how to change the negative things in my life into positive things. This is actually one of the way this book helped me get out of my severe depression that I've talked about elsewhere on this blog. Um, again, breaking bad habits, building good habits. It takes time. It's hard. But once you do it, it becomes a kind of necessary, I guess. Um, if I don't create content, if I don't write, if I don't talk to clients, if I don't read, if I don't write, if I don't do these things, I literally get anxious now because I my body is telling me I need to be doing these things. Uh, they're such a habit at this point. Um, breaking TV. Uh, I used to watch a lot of TV. Now the only TV I watch is pretty much special soccer tournaments and professional football, the occasional college football game. That's about it. I don't watch hardly any other TV. Um, so that's kind of, again, saved me time in a way to, to um, learn more, to invest more, to talk to clients, to create content that you're watching here, this kind of content, um, all these kind of things. Very, 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 very powerful book. Um, number nine, Mindset. This is another fantastic book about how to specifically build what she calls a growth mindset. What's the, um, what's the other one? Growth mindset is essentially the mindset where you don't think you're innately talented. You try to always work and improve yourself no matter what. Pretty much every value investor should have this mindset. It tells you how to break the habits of... What's the other mindset? It's not closed mindset. It's pretty much... But it's, it's the type of people where... They just complain about things, but they don't ever improve them. Um, they don't think they can improve them. They think talent and knowledge is innate in people, um, which I don't believe in. I think anybody can learn any skill they want if they're willing to put in the time and the work and the effort to do so. And as value investors, we all need to have that mindset because we all need to be constantly learning. Fantastic book again. All right, here we get to the specific kind of value investing finance books. Number eight, value investing from Graham to Buffett and beyond. By Professor Bruce Greenwald. Um, this is one of the first kind of value investing specific books that I read that actually showed you valuations. Um, one of my giant frustrations, even to this day, is that every value investing book tells you how, that you need to value something, but very few show you how to actually value businesses in a real world sense. 
And while I don't agree with or even use a lot of the valuation techniques he teaches, he does, I still use the asset reproduction valuation that he teaches in his book. Um, I still use a lot of the concepts he talks about. Um, and it's one of the few value investing specific books that actually shows you how to value a business in a real world sense. So I highly recommend it. Um, number seven, You Too Can Be a Stock Market Genius by Joel Greenblatt. This is the first book I read that kind of got me into special situations and spinoffs, uh, going private transactions, those kind of things. Um, Joel Greenblatt, if you don't know, you need to read his stuff. He's one of the best investors ever. He's more of a quant now. Um, he uses, what is it, the magic formula and um, is a newer thing now. But this was when he was running his um, was it a partnership company where he was doing deep value investing uh, in special situations specifically. And it's a very fascinating book. Got me, again, one of the first books to get me into special situations. And um, and I still use those concepts in that book today when I look for special situations. Uh, number six, Damn Right, Behind the Scenes with Berkshire Hathaway Billionaire Charlie Munger. And you'll see more from Charlie Munger on this um, list coming up. If I could meet one person ever and it would either be Buffett or Munger, I would pick Munger in a heartbeat. Why? People always look at me like I'm nuts when I say that. Frankly, because Buffett has more content and information out there. Um, this book goes behind the scenes of Charlie Munger kind of as a, as a person uh, and his tragedies and triumphs coming up and then meeting Buffett and then running companies and all that. It's kind of a, it, it's more of a, um, it's a kind of a biographical look. I don't know if it's endorsed by him or not, um, but it's a fantastic book at one of the, what I consider probably the smartest person on earth, at least in terms of real world things. Um, probably the smartest person on earth. Uh, Charlie Munger, fantastic investor, fantastic philanthropist, giving away billions of dollars. Um, again, great investor, great capital allocator, and I cannot recommend this book enough. Uh, number five. A Lesson on Elementary elementary Worldly Wisdom. This is a PDF, or I believe it's a video as well. Um, talks about Charlie Munger, again, he's, a, he's he believes in worldly wisdom, mental models, um, building the concepts that can help you think better um, from different walks of life. Chemistry, I think, is one example he gives. Um, medicine, science of all kind, uh, engineering, uh, building these into your processes and Again, this is a PDF, free PDF. Uh, search a lesson on elementary, elementary worldly wisdom on Google and it will come up. Um, fantastic, fantastic, fantastic about how to kind of think and build your own mental models. Number four, the psychology of human misjudgment. Again, another talk by Charlie Munger. You could just search that psychology, the psychology of human misjudgment in Google and you'll find it. it's either a video, I think it's like an 80 minute long video or it's a PDF or an article of some kind. Um, best, frankly, the best thing I've ever read on psychology ever, and he's not a trained psychologist. Um, why is that important as a value investor? Because investing, a lot of investing is based off psychology. You need to know how to control your own psychology. You need to learn how to deal with other people's psychology if you're in a market, which if you're in stocks, you're in a market. Uh, help you uh, think about bubbles, help you think about um, uh Example of the cryptocurrency kind of craze that was going on earlier this year where it was up to 20,000 now It's down like 6,000 The kind of craze is that going on in the market um, Fascinating 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 
Um, again, cannot recommend enough. Another thing, uh, great resource from Charlie Munger. It's not a book. I was going to say book, but um, it's a resource. Again, it's a free PDF. Just search it online and you'll find it. Okay, here's the top three. The Intelligent Investor. Um, this was probably... I think I actually read security analysis first, which is not on this list, which is probably shocking. Too many of you. I'll get to that later. But after security analysis, I think this was probably the second value investing specific book I ever read. Benjamin Graham, if you don't know who he is, um, he's the father of value investing, creative value investing, was Warren Buffett's teacher, Walter Slosh's teacher, uh, Bill Rain's teacher, um, all these great value investors. It was his teacher. Um, and this was his, I believe it was second book. I think this came out after security analysis, his second book. And it's more easily accessible than security analysis. It makes a lot more, frankly, sense um, than security analysis. And there's two chapters specifically. I think it's eight and 21. If you're a serious value investor, you need to read. Um, and I, I'm a big believer in what Buffett says. I think Buffett and Clareman both say this, actually, is that in some ways value the kind of mindset and traits for value investing are somewhat genetic um and they either make sense right away like that or they don't make sense at all um and chapters i think it's their 8 and 21 if you just read those you'll either get it right away and it'll make perfect sense to you or it won't i don't yeah so i highly recommend this book the top two are kind of to me the most important things on this list some of the things i've learned the most from um Actually, they out of all this list, probably the two most things I've learned from. Number two, the Warren Buffett shareholder letters from Berkshire Hathaway. These, if you read all these letters from, what is it, 1970 um, to today, you'll know more about how to value business, how to evaluate businesses, how to think like a business owner than if you get a six-year MBA. Yes, it's a lot of reading. <laughs> Um, but it's, it's phenomenal stuff. And I, last time I looked, you could get all the shareholder letters for, I think three bucks on Amazon Kindle. Um, there's not going to be a better $3 you can spend to improve your investment knowledge than reading from the best investor ever. Um, it's as simple as that. I don't even know what else to say about that. It's I, anytime I get a recommendation from what is the number one thing or number two things you should read that and the next one are it if you only can read two things read the buffett part uh read the buffett shareholder letters from berkshire hathaway and number one read these the buffett partnership letters um from his partnership days uh before he started or before he um, bought control of berkshire hathaway these frankly are better not necessarily from a learning or kind of theory or pure investment perspective, but because I want to build my own mini Berkshire Hathaway and I'm at that point where he started, I think he started like in his late twenties and I'm in my early thirties. So we're about the same point is it's fascinating to me to see where he started and then what he's grown to. Um, it's just fascinating to me, see some of the kind of investments he bought, his mistakes, his, triumphs that turned into the capital he could use to take over Berkshire Hathaway and become the 350, 450 million billion dollar company Berkshire Hathaway is now. Um, these I think span, if I remember, if memory serves me right, from 1956 to 1970. 
so very early in his career. Um, if I remember correctly, shortly after he finished college and working with Ben Graham after college, if I remember right, is when he opened this partnership. So, again, talks about his early triumphs, his failures, his kind of processes, and then if you read the partnership letters in conjunction with the shareholder letters from 1956 to today, again, better investment, value investment education, business thinker education, capital allocation education than you will ever get from any other resources combined, in my opinion. Um, if you're a serious value investor, these are the two top must-read things. These other things are great, and you will learn a ton from them. But if you can only pick two, Buffett, Berkshire Hathaway um, annual letters, number two, number one, Buffett partnership letters. Again, you can flip-flop those if, if you're at a different stage, but for me, when, since I'm at the stage that I'm at, the early parts of my career, those are more fascinating to me to kind of see where he started. Um, and again, no security analysis on this list. Why? It's probably the most read, um, I don't know if it's the most read, but it's probably the most spouted value investing book ever. Uh, probably the first value investing book ever, I think, actually. Um, came out in the 30s the first time, I think. Um, it's, I mean, it's just, there's so much more. It tells you how to value bonds a lot. tells you how to value railroads a lot. tells you kind of the basic, very basic concepts of value investing. So building a foundation is great. It's incredibly dry. Even for somebody like me who likes reading financial statements, it's incredibly dry. And frankly, I don't care about bonds very much um, unless there's some kind of bankruptcy situation. And just the general knowledge of bonds, that's important. Don't care about railroads. Um, and again, not that was the big things back in the day, but I don't, it's good for foundational pieces, but there's so much more that you can, there's, Ben Graham didn't, didn't focus on management whatsoever. I'm more of a, what Warren Buffett is now investor, focuses on management more, focuses on free cash flow more, um, focuses on other things other than the balance sheet. Ben Graham focuses on pretty much 100% on the balance sheet. I focus on the balance sheet almost 100% at the initial stages, but after that I focus almost 100% on things like free cash flow management, um, more qualitative aspects than things. Um, so that's why it's not on the list. Um, these are my top 12 things that I highly recommend to every uh, every value investor I talk to. Um, and I hope you enjoyed the list. If there's something I missed, something you think should be on the list, let me know in the comments below. Um, again, I read all the time. I've read pretty much every value investment book out there. Uh, let me know what you think, what I missed in the comments below. Uh, what do you think of the top two specifically? Warren Buffett, uh, Berkshire Hathaway shareholder letters and the Buffett partnership letters. What do you think of those? Did I miss them? Did I flip-flop them? Should something, should the intelligent investor, something else been higher? Um, let me know in the comments below. Uh, make sure to subscribe and hit the bell so you're notified anytime we watch a video. And make sure to watch our other series and our other episodes in our Value Investing in Your Car series. And some news here. We're getting ready to turn this series into a podcast. Um, there will be more news on that soon, but we're getting ready to turn Value Investing in Your Car episodes into a pod, an ongoing podcast, uh, which we're excited about. And we've already got questions about that several times. So um, I hope you're happy to hear about that. And until next time, thanks for watching, and I'll talk to you soon.